are elite. For everything you need to know about Mercedes Monet's AEW debut, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile unlimited premium wireless. Ready to get 30 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20 20, 20 ready to get 20 20, ready to get 15 15, 15 15, just 15 bucks a month. So, give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast. Should we do the intro like Mauro Ranello and be like something that's popular in our early faucet? Like, welcome to Cultaholics. All our base belong to uh. us. Mamma mia. What's it like? What's in the news this week? It's been a week like Fergie's USA National yeah, Anthem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Up and downs and random noises in fuego. Mamma mia. Hello. Unlike KFC, we have lots of chicken here at Cultaholics. Yeah. Me and Pachiti got chicken last night, but the menu. At KFC. Yeah. Oh. But on the, the menu on Deliveroo was sparse. As sparse as Baron Corbin scalp. Mama, Mama Mia! Fuego. Mama Fuego. <laughs> Do you know what Moronello in. <laughs> if you put Google Translate, goes to constantly refreshing knowyourmeme.com. <laughs> Hi, I'm Matthew. <laughs> Not of Cultaholic, but is here for the time being. One minute. You're on a boat, man. I'm, it's the fifth. I'm just reading the YouTube is comments. It, is this the fifth time? Sixth. Sixth? <laughs> that many. Christ. That's one more than five. One less than seven. This is why we have Ross. <laughs> Hello. And we're also joined by. Jack from Cultaholic.com. Wow, he knows his cues. I thought you were going to do it for me, sorry. I could have got anything for you to say. I could have got you Diddy Kong every week. Wearing, sh- wearing shorts again in the deep of winter. What, I know, what, I, don't really kids want, I know. The, the, the kid who interrupted in the Cena Wyatt cage match. I'll explain this. I'm, I'm, um, I've had to put a wash on and uh, I've had to put it on later than I wanted to because I live with four other people and the washing machine's just, it's hard to get to sometimes. So for the time being, shorts it is. That's great. I'm glad you said that on a, this far up shot. You so. can see a bit of thigh there. Only on Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> ah, and what a week it's been. Every week. In terms of it news. It actually has this week. Yeah, because, no, really, Jeff Jarrett is getting inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. Oh, stop it, you guys. You're so sick. Jeff Jarrett is getting inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. Despite, let me see if we get all these right, uh, leaving the day or there's a week after. In your house three, where the entire event was pushed around Jeff Jarrett uh, versus HBK, and Jeff Jarrett being in Music City, Tennessee, or wherever the hell it is in America, leave it him and Road Dog leaving. Um, 
opinions differ on this one. Uh, holding up the IC title because his contract expired the day beforehand. So he I said, don't Can I have how that, that could happen? Bruce Pritchard on his podcast, when he was asked about this, apparently said, Oh, no, no, we didn't forget about it. Well, you did. And I was like, What type of defense is that? Oh, Jeff Jarrett's not going to go anywhere. <laughs> what else could happen? What was the other company who, in 99 who was feuding with us? It's a very negligent, negligent boss, isn't it? Easy I agree. Neg- negligent, yeah. But apparently, it was, what was it, like 250 or 300k you read on the internet, don't you? you yeah, got. I forget what I'm... I'm sure Jeff Jarrett puts it that amount. The little scamp. I'm sure it was 50 quid and some KFC chicken, which wasn't as valuable <laughs> as it was back then. Uh, but he defended it. I did that, that, that four-disc Jeff Jarrett DVD like years ago for TNA. He defended it by saying that was money he was owed because they would pay it after things got sorted out via merchandising, but he didn't want to wait around because he figured they would try and mess him over given that he was going to WCW, which, depending on your perspective, is either, what, you didn't want to wait for your money? Okay, so I don't know. Either way, it, it, he, uh, Vince Man, when I say he, on the Raw Buys Nitro episode, did go, oh, Jeff Jarrett will be g double N E. Which people went, he's a goonie. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yes, uh, Jeff Jarrett's getting inducted. Do you have any positive thoughts or negative thoughts about Jeff Jarrett? Uh, my first ever bit of wrestling merchandise was a Jeff Jarrett foam orange slapnuts guitar, which I've still got. Oh. And I tweeted to Hall Jeff. Hall of Fame next week, icon. <laughs> I tweeted to Jeff in 2015 and he retweeted it, so good that. Jeff, that's, that's it for me. Jeff, <laughs> no, that's great. Oh, I wanted one of those slap guitars. When I first got into wrestling, it was during the sort of tail end of the Monday Night Wars, 2000. So on one side, you had The Rock, Triple H, Austin. Austin was out at the time, but he was still yeah, there. Yeah. Undertaker, all that. Uh, on the other side, the main man for WCW at the time was Jeff Jarrett. It was just after Hogan had walked out. Oh, yeah. And one of the first main events in WCW I remember watching was on a Nitro, and it was... Um, or was it even on a Thunder? And it was Jeff Jarrett versus Booker T. And I thought, at the time as a kid, I thought the legwork was superb. I didn't think that in my head. I didn't go, you know, this legwork's really superb. I just thought, wow, Booker T's leg looks really sore. So I think in terms of in-ring, maybe underrated, in terms of a politician and putting himself over and being like the Triple H of TNA over the years, spot on. Yeah, he is. <laughs> I mean, I'm from the weird era where, like... <clears throat> you clear my throat. You're right. I've got a higher voice than normal, which I know you mocked on a previous episode, but... Is, are you putting this on? No, no, Jimmy. Oh, oh, it's me, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's new, Jack. Oh. I didn't even mean that. <laughs> new Jack, Jack. Okay, moving on from that awful thing. Uh, yeah, Jeff Jarrett's someone that I've seen constantly get criticised over the years just for existing and doing his shtick. Yeah, in ring has always been great. Be it country music star, mid nineties attitude era with the tassels. Uh, Short head with a Deborah. Don't pee, star, 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 me off. Jarrett with the guitars and putting Ben Stiller in a figure four. Chosen one, Jeff Jarrett. Wait. No, they showed that in the video package on Raw. Um, he was like, Ben Stiller. I can't do Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> what are you doing? He's like, well, uh, I, I think you suck, Jeff Jarrett. Oh, really? Puts on the figure four nice. and Ben Stiller's like, ah! I've never ah! Seen- like Bella Lugosi and Ed Wood. Like, ah! Like, just dying. I've never seen that before. No? no. Uh, I, I recommend putting that on the WWE Network. Nice. I'm sure. Yeah, that'll work. And, yeah, I like him. And But the hate he gets <laughs> is amazing for people just because they don't like his gimmick or shtick or... If he shows up to, I don't know, somewhere like PCW with his drunk wife and they're spitting on people and going, say that to my face. He's completely out of it. So. Wow. Is that a thing that happened? 
Oh yeah, to put basically would I stuff to put that on the YouTube channel with Dave, <laughs> Dave, Dave Master versus Karen Jarrett. What? <laughs> like, like, is this an angle? Is this, is you get legit angry. So, oh, I, I, I YouTube vote. But that's free gonna, for PCW. For that's going to be fascinating, and I hope there's behind the scenes at the Hall of Fame because you're going to have uh, Karen. But Karen's back there. Kurt Angle's uh, back there. Rebby Hardy's back there. Who else is back there? There was Matt, one other. There was. Jeff. There was another. Three. There was another lady who she's been involved with. Oh, Jacqueline. Was it Jack? Oh well, uh, well in a shooting interview, someone did say that like Jack Williams was Jeff Jarrett's. Uh, don't say rat. Don't say rat. Friend. Oh. Did you say it twice? Um, I, no, that's a friend. You didn't hear that voice. Uh, so it is funny actually that wherever Jeff Jarrett would go, Jacqueline would go. But this time, Jacqueline got inducted the Hall of Fame. And he's following Jeff Jarrett. How did things work out? What the irony? Hey. So yeah, I'm happy Jeff Jarrett would. Ha ha ha! Screw all the mid two thousand posters yeah, going. In. I don't like Jarrett. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he had some terrible TNA World Title runs, but in lieu of making a separate co- uh, company or whatever, which would be interesting if he decides to purchase it, if they decide to look at their pockets and find some loose change. Um, nothing. All right, that's not a problem. The show is edited. Um, we will put a laugh. No track. way! I'm confused. <laughs> what? Wasn't very good either. Look into their pockets and find some. I mean, it wasn't so funny because it's true. Yeah, I think that's it. It's like, yeah. Sorry. There was that thing on Reddit, which of course you have to believe because it's Reddit. Yay. Uh, saying that they're giving away. Thanks, Reddit. We like you. On the way, it, it's true because they're giving away free uh, meet and greets to sell out two rows of tickets or something at the latest tapings. That's how bad it's getting. I saw on Twitter this morning on the bus that this counts as news. Um, TNA Impact ratings in the UK are losing out to repeats of the A team. Yeah, obviously. Well, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah. Someone, did, yeah. someone did tweet and say, like, the issue isn't that Impact is getting low ratings. The issue is so many people in the UK are watching repeats of the A team on terrestrial TV. I mean, the target, the target demographics for those shows are vastly different, aren't they? A teams is yay wide and TNAs is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, and also, and all, all of TNA's A team have joined WWE anyway. Uh, Jarrett, EC3, the Hardys. I'm going to mention him straight away. I knew it was coming. There he is. There we go. Yeah. Weekly, weekly mention. From, yeah, weekly mention from my boy. Um, I mentioned him on Twitter. Brandon Stroud from Rocks. <laughs> He's not paying me, I swear down. He's not. Oh, no, neither Sports Keed or all the other friggin' people we mentioned. I mentioned Sports Keed, that was Rocks. But, um. <laughs> they interviewed JR. I was disgusted. JR going that low. How dare he. Someone who should have interviewed Jarrett. Yeah, well. he, he'll commentate for anywhere, won't he? <laughs> <laughs> His pal Al Ligero, only half as good as me. Someone has <laughs> voted on in a poll. I've to Reddit, that's true. Has voted on in a poll. No, Reddit hate me. Anyway. Brandon Stroud. He did a good line in his article about Jeff Jarrett. Said that maybe did he, Brandon Stroud? Above <laughs> <laughs> it's me and it's me all along. Um, he said that Jeff Jarrett might, when he's doing his Hall of Fame speech, might say the keyword and activate all the sleeper agents in the WWE roster, all the TNA guys, and then they'll take over. That was funny. Initiate code six day six. Yeah, yeah, order sixty six. Yeah. <laughs> now he's king of the hill. <laughs> Sorry, Jarrett. Uh, yeah, so that was Jeff Jarrett news, which I thought was the best kayfabe news headline they've ever put out. Mm. There is a possibility it might be a massive rib. Like, it gets to the stage, goes, who are you kidding? Like, security? Like, get the guy with it. Get that guy, what's he look like? Well, he's got a giant robe on, he's wearing a guitar that'll shatter if you breathe on it. All right. Any other news this week regarding the Hall of Fame? Regarding the Hall of Fame? Oh, there's rumours that Paul Heyman will induct Goldberg, which I don't think makes too much sense. They're both Jewish. That's what the article said that I read. Barry Horowitz is... 
Wait, Goldberg Flea Market somewhere. Goldberg's last oh. big feud, Lesnar and him yeah. was the that's very Viking. The architect of that oh. other camp, and he can say, "Oh, this is Brock's toughest opponent ever," and lie through his teeth. <laughs> he beat him in about a minute. <laughs> <laughs> well, but what a minute it was! Well, who would you have inducted Goldberg? It obviously can't be Hogan. Um, he's not currently welcome in the WWE fold. I wouldn't have Hogan in Him and Stone Cold seem to be good pals on the podcast. Could, that's that's, a, that's a good one. I would say, watching wrestling wise, Sting. Sting. Perhaps. DDP. DDP's a good shout. Kevin Best Nash. match ever. Oh, Nash and Goldberg are probably good friends in real life. Jimmy and the I King. like Kevin Nash. Jimmy the King. Jimmy yes. the King. He's David Arquette. <laughs> yeah. Um, Sean. I think Austin's a really good shout because they were there. Oh, I know. Brandon Stroud of Book Rocks. <laughs> I know, um, Nobody from Sports Kino, though. Not worth it. <laughs> well, they get too magic. Go on. <laughs> I think Ross's shout of Austin's a good one because they were both the respective, for a time, they were both the like. The big ball, the big, the big, big dogs of their company. I often used to think about in first school, like the, the matchups. So you'd have Austin yeah. and Goldberg, Kane and Sting. See, I never got Undertaker Austin. Undertaker and Vampiro. <laughs> <laughs> I remember talks about one time they were talking about. Wow, talks about radio did uh, wrestling. Someone called it about Brexit matches. wrestling? <laughs> <laughs> That's all they talk about on there, isn't it? Joey Barton, knobhead. I've killed that, haven't I? Uh, got nothing to make a noise. Talksport, somebody rang up and said, I think our dream match will be Undertaker versus Vampiro. And the radio host laughed at him. Wait, what? That might be one of the worst matches of all time. Did they do wrestling talk on Talksport? Yeah, it was Tommy Boyd and Alex Shane. And I was mm. listening when... Oh, it's an old thing. When, Dirty, yeah, when Dirty Sanchez... Rang up like, oh, wrestling's fake. <laughs> like, why don't you come down this Saturday? And music uh, hit the, oh my god! Oh. <laughs> then um, you watch up the TKY appearance on Channel 4, and it was like, oh, right. Um, and it was like, this, like, they beat him up, whatever. They were like, this is, they wanted to demean the good name of FWA. And you looked, and there was probably about 40 people in the sports hall. And you're like, all right, <laughs> speaking yeah. Of, speaking of things that are eschewed first and then get turned into a work, big news this week from Colt not, not great. It's not a work yet. It will be soon. It's a shoot. It's a shoot, all brother. Guess who we've been feuding with on Twitter? Matthew Rod. Matthew Wright from The Right Stuff. He mentioned Pacini. Young, young <laughs> <laughs> he mentioned Pacini on the right stuff, right? You know the thing that Pacini did when he was about twenty-one, the billboard. Yes, because yeah. he gets. I think he gets mentioned every time he comes on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you know you look like the well, guy from Rick and Morty? Matthew Wright went. Um, <laughs> Matthew Wright was like. That's um, what we do. That's how he talks. He's yeah. like, <laughs> I, I had a check and. Um, Adam Pacini once put up a billboard asking for a job and then he said something like um, I looked on his LinkedIn, looked on his LinkedIn, LinkedIn and now he's the managing director of Cultaholic it was the most David Brent thing it was amazing and then he said I think he's, think he's probably wasted in wrestling though and everyone kicked off on Twitter massively including myself and um, I saw that it was very funny Matthew Wright obviously throughout the day Matthew Wright had been like on, you could tell, like at the start of the day, he started replying to like people having a go at him. Then he waited, and then on his lunch break, obviously he replied to everyone else. Then at about two o'clock, he had a little look. It again. was constant, like was all day long, just re- responding to these people. He was so rattled. He was so, so uh, we we thrown right. we thrown down the gauntlet to so, uh, get a, get Pachiti on the right so stuff. Hopefully, thank God, hear. I think we should get Matthew Wright in here. No, no. <laughs> oh yeah, that's fine. We're not paying a train ticket for him. <laughs> Everybody get excited for the Cultaholic Hall of Fame! Oh! That time of the week again! <laughs> every two, every week. Can't wait for the Hall of Fame! Before Jack announced it, and he, can, he clearly looks at it, so he's trying to act surprised when we see it. The <laughs> nominees were. 
Uh, I nominated Hulk Hogan's monster truck driver stunt double oh, yeah, mine. Yeah. Mine were my lovely tapered black jeans from Burton's. Mine was Victoria, in brackets, not Ivory. And what was it? Well, the astute well, just before, voters. I just wanted to run through the members so far, just to remind everyone. I thought it'd be nice. Yeah, it's built so suspense. Week one, Rusev. Week two, Triple H. Week three, the security woman who stopped Rob Gronkowski at WrestleMania 33. Okay. It was Triple H singing Moana, by the way. Yeah, Triple H singing Moana, not for his wrestling. Yeah. Uh, week four was the Hurricane. Week five was WWF No Mercy on the Nintendo 64. And this week, the newest entrant into the Coloholic Hall of Fame is Ross's new black jeans. <laughs> there they are. As voted for by our lovely patrons over at patreon.com forward slash Coloholic. Thanks, guys. Cheers. We take, we so this. if you are angry at this result, go to Patreon, become one of those things, and then stop it from happening again. Because it might happen this Can week. we have a ten bell salute for the Coloholic Hall of Fame? <laughs> Why? Ding! Ding! It's got to new heights. Don't talk to you in the... <laughs> Ding! And I'd like to point out, you knew there was a chance of you winning because you're Ross the Mighty. What have you worn this week? Have you worn your black jeans? <laughs> no, no, have your hell. They're in the wash. Not <laughs> <laughs> well, like Pachiti's flat. It's it's in the wash. And yeah, thank you for. So Ross, dare I ask, are you going to pick anything wrestling related this week? No. Oh, uh, well, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was initially going to go for Pachiti's uh, currently underwater flat. R.I.P. Pachiti's flat. He's just had to nip off out of the office because his flat is flooding. But no, I'm going to. So hopefully, it just kills any speak of the man. I'm going to go for Brandon Stroud of Upwork. Oh, Get him in the hall, end it all. That is he, it. I don't know what he looks like. He's got a Twitter profile picture, so if he wins, we can at least. We can, yeah. Is, this gonna be, is the subtitle of this video going to be Cover Holics Episode 7 or 6, whatever it is? Brandon me, Stroud. Brandon. <laughs> Notice me, Brandon. I just think he's a good writer, that's all. Bra- Brandon, 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 until it fills the I've YouTube never, title thing. I've never like, DM'd him or anything. I've You've tried. I've never DM'd him. Why are we He's got them locked. Look at this god of men. Melter who? Oh, Brandon. I had someone in mind for this week. I can't remember. I can't remember who it was. So while I, he had while I, no, I didn't. I'm trying to remember who it I'm was. Just while I, I remember who it was. Can you? Have you got one ready, Matthew? Yes. Oh. The wrestling episode of Futurama. Oh yeah, that's a really good shout. You Love liked that. him as Bender. Now get ready to hate him as the gender bender. <laughs> Is that the one with um what's the what's his opponent called? And they said what's the heel call? Uh, the Destructor. Foreigner. Oh those Destructor. Oh yeah, he's in it as well. He's yeah. in it as well, yeah. The Foreigner for yeah. That episode really gets wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um the, the Foreigner. I'm not from here. I have different customs to you. Look at my crazy passport. <laughs> Every time a, a different evil bad guy comes out, at least ten people will tweet me that and go, "Hey!" I'm like, "Yeah, I, I know, I know." And finally, not just because it's wrestling in Futurama, well, Futurama is really good. The line that Fry says, which is still true, has got a lot of deepness to it. Ah, I thought robot fighting was real, like wrestling. Then I found that it was fake, like boxing. <laughs> <laughs> like on. The surface, that's like, ha, ha, ha. But, like, no, wrestling doesn't present itself as real. It presents itself as what it is, wrestling. Boxing is what presents itself as real, but is fake as hell most of the time. Boxing's a work. Come on. The the The, the the rivalries are a work. I guess the judges it is. Yeah. So, I got got hard. Do you remember when David Hay fought Chisora 2012? I went. I went down to open bar to see that, because I was like, ooh, they got segregated by a fence. This is going to be good. And it it happened, and it wasn't very good. And then after the match, uh, 
David Hayes like he's going to be a future world champion. I love him. And yeah. I was stood there having paid 70 beans with me student loan for a ticket. Pissed off. Does the rock range thing. Like, <laughs> if he can change, you can change. It was the guy Hayes fought. Oh, you know, I'll get rid of his name. That got one connected punch over the three rounds. Oh, what was his friggin' name? He was awful. He was like... I've sort of switched off boxing since. Since I, I don't blame you. To work. Well, um, there's a big prospect coming up from Sunderland called Josh Kelly. All right, cool. Really Oh, if he's a local promising. lad, then I want him to yeah, win. Yeah, yeah. Sunderland. 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 Um... Mamma Mia, better than Eubank Jr. against Groves, hey, Mamma Mia. I watched the highlights of that. Oh, Eubank Jr. got oh, you taught mean Prince, a lesson. You mean Prince the Sea with the very end time to retire? <laughs> oh, I love I you, Naz. I think you should give up. Um, my... <laughs> give up? He's like, yeah, but he was hitting him. Shows the replays of him hitting him. Groves be like, all right. <laughs> um, mine is, um, mine is, he's been mentioned uh, previously, and mine is, uh, th- I don't know whether to say He's already a member of the WWE Hall of Fame. Celebrity mm. wing. It's Mr. T, right? Because... WrestleMania 1 headliner. Mr. T. Whoa! I thought you said Botchamania 1 headliner there. I was like, was he in Botchamania Oh, I mean... Yeah. Um, <laughs> Definitely deserves to be in that as well. Because, um, because we mentioned the A-team earlier. B.A. Baracus obviously was his character there. Scared of getting on aeroplanes. Lover of milk. Hater of flight. And also, These are all good reasons being a Hall of Fame. And also because um, I've just been getting back into Rocky recently. I used to love it. Oh yeah. And sorry. we talked about it the other week. So I watched Rocky one again, and it's just it holds up. It's such a good film. Uh, Rocky three, not a big fan of that one, but but really, but Mr. T in it as Clubber Lang. What a wonderful heel. What a great heel. Yeah. So mine, which is definitely going to come last because it's the only one that's a person. Is uh, mine's no, a person. Yours, oh, yeah, yours, mine's the person. The best star. person of all the persons. <laughs> Mine's um, mine's. I'll say mine's Club Alang, Mister T in his Club Alang role, the fictional okay. Club Alang. That, that works, yeah. yeah. And mine's Brandon Stroud in just all of his glory, just a fantastic <laughs> man. He's a very good writer. Oh, What's your favourite thing about Brandon Stroud? His name, Brandon Stroud. I know you. So, I know you know nothing about so him. Powerful. No, I don't read up. Right. <laughs> I know it. <laughs> uh, the being Brandon. <laughs> He's a very good writer and a lovely man. <laughs> I love it because people are going to vote for him because they like you. <laughs> and they'll have no idea who he is. So just next time I go... Hey, my kid, hey, my, the next guy I want to vote for is classic 80s, 70s wrestler, the Unabomber. He's got all these people voting for that if instead. If he wants to write for Cultaholic, come on in, Brandon. He's a, a very good, he's good, a very good writer. Good King, King, Kong's, King Kong's dad, Ted Bundy. He's a writer. All, all, all the Russomaniacs, whatever you call them, vote for him. <laughs> Sexual, Sexual wank pheasants. pheasants, aren't they? Yeah, that's his thing. That was put to vote and that was what was voted. Oh, you deserve what you get. Right. Cool. So those are your three amazing choices. We all know who's going to win. But you can be part of history by going to patreon.com and clicking the vote button. Now, ladies and gentlemen, the Raw and Smackdown recap. Who's on your shirt, Matthew? Well, glad you asked that, Ross. Jack is still sitting down. Um, it's Juan Francisco of Chikara. Chikara. I assume he's still there. I haven't seen Chikara in bloody ages, but uh, I'll look for my wrestling shirt collection and try and have a circulation going so people think I have lots and lots of T-shirts. And obviously, I have to be colour-coordinated. <laughs> I still well, yeah, I just have to keep hiding them because I'm still... I'm not going to say that. <laughs> I'm just going to say, yeah. I'm wearing all the free shirts I got from the old company I used to work at. <laughs> That's not making the cut. <laughs> I am as well. Yeah, that's why I, I cover yeah. them up. Yeah. 
He's um, lounging around. Pro- property of WCPW, me. <laughs> property of uh, of SmackDown's Jobber division. Oh, was he on SmackDown? He was with Colin Delaney. Tell you so Colin Delaney got all the fuss. Now I'm like, also. Oh, was oh, the, oh, was he the other one? Yeah, because he's oh. the one who went up at the end and went. Like Tell that. you who else was on SmackDown. The man whose t-shirt I'm wearing at the minute. Called the Holic. Rampage Brown. No, 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 not this week's Smackdown. No, not this week's Smackdown. Right, he wasn't on this week's Smackdown. Or was he? No. No, okay. That was weeks ago. Yeah, it yeah. was, yeah. This is so great. There were some jobbers on Smackdown, though. Which there we'll was, after but we'll do this chronologically, because not George Lucas. Monday <laughs> Night Raw and the longest match in Raw history. Loved it. The gauntlet match. Loved it. The winner stays on gauntlet. Uh, they say gauntlet, whatever. It was winner stays on. It was, but they yeah. didn't say it. It was that. like pulling the like, But yes, with... Jason Jordan out for WrestleMania. Decided that Seth Rollins will be a big deal very quickly. And what a good job they did this week. Uh, Seth Rollins versus Roman Reigns. I didn't think that started off that well because they were hitting finishes within five minutes of each other. And the highlight was Seth Rollins kicking out the Superman punch. The first 10 minutes of the show, there's one big fat dude in the front row who went, Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm with you, mate. There's, there's another two and a half hours to go. Like, and uh, that was all right. Then Cena versus Rollins was very good. That could have been on WrestleMania itself, that little stretch of the match, I think. I, I, very good. Yeah, I think it's brutal. Yeah. Cena went for his Okada thing, where he held onto the arm. He's been watching his New Japan. Rolled through again. Rollins just stopped him. Somehow. Got up. Knee to the face. Super kick to the gut. Super kick to the gut. Um, curb they dance with some chimney sweets on the top <laughs> yeah. of the arena. Got some spoons. <laughs> <laughs> and then after that, he hit the curb stomp and beat John Cena and Roman Reigns back to back. Wow. That's more impressive than Jericho beating The Rock and Austin in one night. Because he had help. Oh, yeah. It's one of these weird things you go, wow, he beat The Rock and Stone Cold the same night. And then you actually watch the show, you're like, oh. Mm. Jericho versus Austin was never good. I don't I think why. they had one good match. Because they they're both really good. They just didn't. Yeah. Didn't Jericho match. versus Rock, great. Yeah. But Jericho Austin, no. nah, not happening. But anyway, yeah, Reigns and Rollins, good because Cena and Rollins are both basically PWG wrestlers at this point. <laughs> so they work really well. Um, Cena hit just a random indie move, got him on his shoulders, and then just jumped off and hit like a cutter. And I was like, Yeah, what's that going was a on? No mercy the. Oh. Carrying the flapjack. Did he do it then as well? Yeah. Cena just yeah. loves. Cena's like a Pokemon. He just finds Isn't a that TM. Nikki Bella's finisher. They're all finisher. Yeah, sure. Not the rack attack. The other one. The rack attack yeah. two point out. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> I can't even stand it like this. So I've got to stop doing it. Um, just trying to lounge on this barber shop chair. The match was eventually won by Braun Strowman, who had a fun little bit with the Miz. I like they didn't drag it out, but it was funny, so it was all right. Good facials from Mike. Yes, when you realize, yeah, I beat Elias. Yeah, Elias, yeah. Uh oh, like, great. Yeah, longest Raw match since the Iron Man match. Oh, I, I thought you were going to say yes. since Cena and Michaels. No. That's it's... never a contender, but that was, that was just under an hour. 50, 55, 49, if I remember correctly Thank from you. the article. Which one was the Iron Man match? Triple H versus Name Redacted. Oh, right, okay, right. Jeff Jarrett. Yeah. <laughs> 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 crap joke. I don't know why, though, but WWE on their website listed it as like one hour 46. Taking out the advert time, presumably meaning during the adverts, they both just stood still. <laughs> Whoever was in the ring and did now. That was weird. What was also weird, though, was they had the backstage 
interviewing oh, yeah. people. Like, like I understand that. if there was a gap between the matches, oh. but again, in theory, these matches could end at any time, right? So it's like, one, two... John Cena, what do you think about the thing you've just seen? I loved how Rollins, though, after wrestling for 65 solid minutes, just went on the back of the and he went, it meant out. <laughs> it meant nothing, because I'm Mr. Chambers this Sunday. Then why did you try so hard? Because yeah. I hate my knee. Um, <laughs> he forgot about it again. He was selling, and he forgot, ah, and it was all over the shop. My knee. Oh. It just hurts sometimes. I liked it. I thought it was, <laughs> I just thought it was a pretty thought it was brilliant. Thing. I thought it was brilliant. I thought, Rollins, I thought I love Rollins. Operation Get Seth Rollins Over Before Mania was is so far being successful. And yeah, because I'm like, all right, spot, spot, spot. And then Cena, Rollins was all him going, ah! I like, yeah, get upset! Burn it down! Burn it down! It's what you what you chowed outside of Defiant Wrestling, I imagine. Wow! Um, Titus! <laughs> if you put on a show and no one watches it, does it happen? Uh, Titus Worldwide <laughs> took on the bar. Uh, it's weird that Apparently now Titus Worldwide are getting a title shot, maybe hasn't been announced, against the bar because they beat them in a non-title match. They've just done this a few weeks ago, yeah. and then they had their shot, and then they went, oh, we haven't got any other plans with any tag teams. Yeah, give them it again. But the long story short is, yay, Titus Worldwide getting a proper proper match, I guess, because Raw doesn't count. That's uh, another on, bit of news from this week. We've I was about to segue that into, yeah, Apollo... Only has one name, like Elias and every other frigate with one name. Rusev? Boo. Of course, uh, the reasoning is... It also is. Is, is, or is or... Yeah. The school shooter, the current one, because, um, you know... The lot. Is, yeah, who had the surname Cruz. Not spelled... Different Cruz, yeah. Yeah, the fact that this was, like most school shooters, a frail white kid... And Apollo Crews is a giant black man, confuses the hell out of me. Um, oh, we can't have that. We have to get. Conf- Are they related? You know, um, you know, I could, I could see why. Obviously, it is very sensitive over there. Uh, so, but the fact that there's no connection. I mean, if Apollo Crews came out with a gun and was like, Bah, I'm going to shoot you all to death, mother truckers, I could see why. But the fact that it has the same surname, that's just pronounced, not spelled the same as a killer, is like, All right, cool. So why was Kane ever called Kane? Well, the Undertaker was called Kane. The Undertaker. That was good. He's the first man to commit murder. If I'm. Oh, we don't want the two getting confused. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's the other serial killers one, like I'd say. Go on, go on. <laughs> making his way into the impact zone. Johnny Bundy. There he is. Yeah. <laughs> King Kong Bundy. Oh, Bundy. Oh, there we go. Oh, I knew oh, a thing about. It'll just be known as King Kong for... Uh-oh, never mind. I can't believe that's actually a thing. Anyway, yeah. sorry. Um, King Kong, but it was a lady killer. One thing I like... It's going to be played by Zac Efron soon. One thing that I Oh, like, yeah, right, that's going to be great. One thing that I like is how happy Titus Worldwide are when they win. I didn't like the match very much, but I like when they win. They're all buzzing. Yeah. Not since the League of Nations have I seen a group of people so happy when they win a match. Bailey, Sasha Banks, Mickey James defeated Absolution and Alexa Bliss. Mm. The bank statement to Bliss. Now... Bliss has been a bit sneaky here. Mm. She's got a friend, hasn't she, before the elimination of Sean Bay? Now, this is just an old storyline. They've just gone, do it again. Get Mickey James on side. Because they did it on SmackDown, didn't they? Was it on SmackDown? Yeah, when she debuted last year. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Luchadora. Oh, God, yeah, they did. So Mickey's now friends. Luchadora. Nothing sure. Even though at the time, Mickey James was like, you know what, I don't want to be friends oh, with you anymore. I've realised you're a nasty person. I'm not. I'm going to turn face instead. Now she's gone, no, I'll be your friend again, gone. Yeah. I'm assuming she'll reveal it in the chamber. She'll be like, 
now I'm going to go for it and then get eliminated. I think that's what's going to happen. I'd be great if Daichi falls for it and is a friend like Batista in Triple H Elimination Chamber. Like, oh. take, takes a spear for it and all that. No, looks and uh, <laughs> just gets taken out. Um, that was New Year's Revolution 2005. It was. I've been doing a lot of Elimination Chamber stuff recently, so got yeah, a bit of knowledge. That, that, that's the only reason to watch that god awful show. Oh, really? That match was good. Yeah, no, that match. Oh, is that good. match is the only reason. I thought you meant the yes. funny Batista saving Triple H. That is also good. Okay. We'll move on. This is going nowhere. Yeah, and that was, wow, looks really short on paper, doesn't it, Raw, when one match takes up half the show. But that match succeeded in its objective, so good for it. Yes. And we also got Coachman. Coach, Miz is doing better than I thought he would. Gets clothesline immediately down. My bad. <laughs> He's doing. He did it twice, didn't he? He's doing the old R-Truth shtick. Yes. My bad. It's a good song. Uh, yeah. Mandy Rose was a bit off in that Raw match, but apart from that, we'll move on to SmackDown, where we'll take that positivity and put it away. Wait, go, shoo, shoo, positivity, shoo. And we had the inevitable 10-minute opening bit where the exposition, as we call it in the business, where if you hadn't watched SmackDown, then don't worry, these guys will recap every single thing that's happened. Mm-hmm. That's all ages. He came out, yeah. he named all the people in the fast lane match, yeah. he explained all of the fast lane rules, yep. Kevin Owens came out, explained what's been happening for the past six months, <laughs> Shane McMahon came out, and Byron Saxton said, asking you shall receive, nobody pissing ass, Byron, for Shane McMahon. I hate my shit, oh God, I get angry. <laughs> I can tell. Yeah, he's, don't he's, like him. Don't, 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 don't. Yeah. He's um, he's really taken a show that's going to be the the exciting one, the work rate show, and he's just the documentary just, now about his life. <laughs> <laughs> like the Osbournes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Styles said a joke that no one laughed at. I was, oh, Owens, I see you've lanced that barrel on your back. I was like, what are you talking about? Sami Zayn. Oh. Anyway, ha ha ha, to show you're supposed to laugh, and people are like. Uh. <laughs> it's oh, like, man. <laughs> it's wacky good guy, AJ Styles. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that was wonderful. Like SmackDown usually has. And then, what have I put here? Oh, God, let me think of something positive. Yeah, Brian and Shane continue to bicker and go absolutely nowhere storyline wise, like Lord Varys and Tyrion Lannister in Game of Thrones. Yeah, another bit that got me. He's like, Shane, Daniel Bryan's like, I want this. Shane McMahon goes, No, we're doing this. The past six months, Shane oh, McMahon. Oh, yeah, well. Shane McMahon has not wanted Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, so why is he not been doing oh, Yeah, Dol- Dolph Ziggler came out, but he still has his bad guy entrance music despite getting cheered because he's back. So it's like, silence. And then, hey, there's your other world. The crowd were like, yay. It's a crap entrance, sign. Do we. Come on. All right. Like, sit down, Dad. I'm sorry. Just play the music all the way through. Yeah, and again, I don't know if it's supposed to be cheered or not. And Barry Corbin was booed. And got boring Corbin chance, which uh, I thought was good. Despite the fact he turned face last week. I think he's a good guy against Kevin Owens, but a bad guy against Styles. Or maybe I'm giving the show way too much credit. Uh, he's like, who's a tweener in pop culture? Catwoman. He's like, Baron Corbin's okay, like Catwoman. Cool. Yeah. Just think about that. Yes. Imagine thought about it. in all the get-up, the leather, Baron Corbin is Catwoman. Whoa. Meow. With his hair on top. <laughs> That's a mental image. This I've tickled myself there with that. I'm glad you did. Yeah. Dolph Ziggler lost to Kevin Owens after Sami Zayn's music distraction. This was one good bit about SmackDown. Usually the music kicks in and the guy goes, Buh! like that, and then it's like, ha-ha, schoolboy. This time, Sami Zayn actually ran out, so there was like, oh, he is actually coming out, and then immediately stopped before the ring. 
then went but then Conan and Super kicked him and yeah Ziggler took it well and then got pinned so I was like yay Super kick finished one the point for Smackdown what's that and for Super Kicks yes yeah Super Kick finished the match Yes. Good. Right. Because it was like, the, yeah. Jinder Mahal came out to try oh, and. Stir. No, no. I've got problems here with this feud. <laughs> right. What happened was, right, Jinder Mahal's trying to cause a bit of bother between Randy Orton and Bobby Roode, who are already feuding anyway. Yeah, yeah like that. But he, he's the thing that he's chosen to try and wind them up is he's gone, remember that list that we did on SmackDown? Remember that list when everyone got. Well, I've found Bobby Roode's list. Look who was number one Bobby oh. Roode. Couldn't you not vote for yourself? Wasn't that a rule? In the yeah, you couldn't vote for yourself. So he, he had a point, but who cares? Bobby Roode was number one. Look, he wasn't on the list, Randy, me and you. He doesn't think we're worthy of opportunities. And then Bobby Roode went, that wasn't my list. You're a liar. <laughs> and then, I don't know. And then they had a bit of a fight and Jinder stood tall. It's yeah. weird, this. Just imagine Road Dog pitching this. <laughs> what if you know for the title, glory, being a man, no. top ten list. <laughs> Is that a top ten list that doesn't mean anything? Yeah. All right, cool. I've seen villains in Adam Sandler films with more credibility than Jinder Mahal. <laughs> um, <laughs> damn you! Sheila McGavin's a great heel. Yeah. Oh, well, oh, him aside. I mean, Michael Buffer was a better villain than Jinder <laughs> Mahal. And, yeah. Awful. And they cut backstage after this thing no one cares about. And, and even by the way, you know you don't like Randy Orton. He's like, no, nah, I like him. <laughs> See? And then Randy Orton came out, you're like, why are you coming out? And he's like, ah, oh, it's awful. Yeah, but then he went backstage and that man goes, wow, I didn't realize the top 10 would create so much controversy. He's like, oh, but we have to hate this. We have to say this is bad. Otherwise, all feuds will be like this. This will be the future of SmackDown and they... <laughs> WWE in general, based around top 10 YouTube videos lists that don't exist. We have to say this is bad. I mean, they are. They are big business. That's why we are sat here today. Oh, yeah. In this illustrious bite the hand, Don't bite the hand of it. Yeah, that's ours, damn it. <laughs> We're allowed it, do you? We could say heel. You can't say heel. Da-da-da. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Ruby Riot and her Riot Squad beat the non-rioters. The uh, non-rioters. John Beggy. Which is fair enough because after two weeks of losses, Ruby Riot needed to win. They said that. Uh, Did you pin Becky? Yes. Okay. And she went two down, one to go, and I'm like, the only person she's feeling with is Charlotte, so whatever. She's got a match now, though, with Charlotte. Yeah. Fast lane. And yeah. Oh, yeah, and so have Orton and Rude for no discernible reason. But I which I can only imagine is well, next Shane McMahon wants it, and that's what. Because yeah. was it Brian wanted Jinder? Brian wanted something else, and Shane, was, Shane McMahon was like, no, we're doing it my way. Let me take a wild stab to get that, and like, why don't we make it a three-way? I think they and will. I'll be like, oh, great. I'll, I'm going to have a such big sandwich during that period. <laughs> a week. such big sandwich. I said that very wrong. <laughs> well, if only it was a video dedicated to people messing up on camera. <laughs> uh, yeah, for, um, New Day pinned Gable and Benjamin the second week in a row. <laughs> I don't know why. And they've got a tag team match. And because of that, we get New Day versus Usos yet again. Again, this is like seeing the Bar versus the Shield. Yeah, they have great <laughs> matches. I, I'm all right not seeing it for a few months. It's it, it's been done. Like the, like the New Day's clothes, though. They looked cool. They did look cool. Yeah, they looked cool. Uh, yeah, Sami Zayn patched things up with Kevin Owens. Uh-oh. So nothing bad is going to happen. Uh-oh. Okay, this would be... I'm, I like that aspect of it. Same as, like, two minutes, so... The Hammer Bros got a new little bit before the entrance as New Day were leaving, so I thought it might have been War Machine for about three seconds. Like, oh, oh, it's Bludgeon Brothers. Right, okay, great. 
Then they beat some jobbers who I googled and didn't know who they were. So good for you guys. You're not Juan Francisco. I'd like to point out just really quickly a point made by Brandon Stroud from Uprox, who said that um, isn't Chuck it? Chuck the Jobber is the greatest lover to ever live. <laughs> oh, thanks, Brandon. <laughs> said that you um, should put on a deeper voice on the podcast. Who said that? Um, isn't it weird how the only people the jobbers get booked to face are like Strowman and the Bludgeon Brothers and stuff? You never see like Sami Zayn pick up a win over a jobber. Just a little. I would agree with you, but if you watch Two or Five Live. Kalisto's crew with a K probably. Hey, they great. had they had lucha jobbers. I was like, yeah, and they were good lucha jobbers. They were like Villanos three or whatever. Yeah, fair play. All right, sorry, Brandon. Sorry, Brandon. <laughs> Thanks for never returning my emails. Um, I'm not bitter or anything. Uh, Corbin versus Styles was fun. With enough, Corbin's having a really good run on TV. I've having really competitive matches. Uh, Nakamura, Styles, Owens, and I tweeted that, and people went, they could have. A good match with you, Matthew. That's not an accomplishment. I go, all right, well, what do you want? Sorry for giving Corbin a compliment. But the best bit was, other than the huge mega deep six or deep 12, I guess. He went quick, it, didn't he? He did. He went he quick. Was Corbin pushing Styles and him going, Whoa! over the announce table. And then, like, hang on, I'm selling for Corbin. I mean, he ran in and connected him, which is, I like that. Uh, Styles won and no Rusev day mm. uh, for two weeks. Duty noted. Duty noted. He's not been on for two weeks. Yeah, because he Last tweeted about it going, We heard you because the crowd on Raw at yeah. one point will go in Rusev day, Rusev day. Not on SmackDown because I guess they can't be part of that hot top 10 list angle. Last week he was on the Mixed Match Challenge, so I got it then. I got understood yeah. there. But this week, nothing? Yeah. Just not there? Him and Nakamura. Nah. Two of the three Who? most popular acts. Who? Oh yeah, the guy who booked the WrestleMania. Then he goes got a SmackDown match and I was like, yeah. Cool. Uh, so Fastlane looks really good. Um, <laughs> we go on. Buddy Murphy on Two or Five Live beat Davari. Mm-hmm. It's too early to tell what's going to happen with Buddy Murphy on Two or Five Live because it's not like, oh yeah, Buddy Murphy. It's like whatever. However, he is point seven on the Tony Nese body scale, so good for him to get himself in shape. Easy to do when you're not doing anything else. And Ali versus Gallagher was... Not Gallagher, easy to do when Gallagher. you're not doing anything else. Look at us. Not easy to do at all. We're a real job. <laughs> what do you mean? Look at his shirt. Look how good this is. How dare you. Uh, it's a fair point, like, because he... What would he have been doing for the past two years? Going to the performance centre. Working out. Taking gender scrubs. House show. Yeah. Take it down the ring. Jim. Take down the ring. That's what they do in NXT. Oh, do they? Yeah. Oh, lovely. Pay the dues. You don't watch that documentary on the network? No, I didn't. They all have to do it. Wow. Well. Buddy Murphy, a day in the life. <laughs> uh, Sitting at home with Larry the pig. Larry the pig. Is it Larry? It's uh, it's something Larry. Well, isn't it Larry Steve? Pet. Yeah, oh, little, little Sabisco. Pig. Little pig. <laughs> yes, Larry Sabisco. Oh, great. Is Alexa Bliss' home call- pet? Lucky. <laughs> wow, lucky Larry. Um... <laughs> Yeah, uh, Masavali and Jack Gallagher had a really good match. That uh, got the crowd in. Anytime the crowd were into a two or five live match, there's the Jobber Squash match. That was also very fun. I think it's worth a mention. Mm. And still doing the. That was the last part of the big ass cruiserweight title tournament. Yeah, there we go. I got that right. Um, yeah. The Gallagher Brian. is now a Bendical boxer type because the Brian Kendricks apparently deed after Tommy need him in the head for um, real reels, not for play plays. Um, and because Tyler Bates' mum got crossed once about a year ago. What? Do you remember this? No, what happened? Right, so Jack Gallagher rocked up in WWE with the umbrella and that, and Marty Scull went, oh, he's got an umbrella, that's interesting. Tyler Bates' mum booted off when he's stealing my son's kid. <laughs> with the moustache and everything. 
Wow. But, you know, fair play, it's hard of it. Was she looking out for her boy? Is she going to make an appearance like Judy Bagwell's? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so Mrs. Bate on a front foot. <laughs> I hope it's just Tyler Bate in a dress. And you could tell because Tyler Bate didn't comment on it at all, obviously. Because he didn't want to get heat for it's like, too busy. And I, well, it's too busy getting heat for other reasons. And I imagine he uh, rang up and he went like, <laughs> I imagine he rang up and he went, Mom, stop it! Get us, in, get us in trouble. Tyler Bates' mum shows up to the thing. Have you now? Have you packed clean jammies? <laughs> it's like, no, not in front of Trent. Come I on. Made you, I made you. Oh, are you Triple H? Are you the one? Are you the lad by the? Are you the superior? Do you think? I'm, Bright oh red. God I made you some sandwiches. Oh, I want that to be a gimmick. Not like Shelton Benjamin's mum. It's <laughs> just freaking just Aunt Jemima, like an actual like mum to appear. Oh, um, I'm sure she's a lovely woman, Mrs. B. Sorry about that. I feel bad now. Good. I don't. Okay. <laughs> so, yes, Elimination Chamber is this Sunday. I do that to King of the Hill. And we have the Elimination Chamber with seven pods. I don't know whether they're going to stick the seven pod. No. No, four What's going to happen is four pods, two in the ring, and a third one. It'll start as a triple threat instead of a singles match. Because there's always four pods and two in the ring. This time there's going to be three in the ring. They're just going to add a third one at the start. Oh, I see, okay. So they don't have to build a separate pod. Yeah. Yeah, well. Makes sense. Yeah, well, should I check that? Not looking very silly. I've just come up with uh, an idea now. Nice. For a match. Oh, a a double-decker elimination chamber. 12 men. It's two levels, four pods on each floor. Yeah. And then after a bit, the, the floor opens. DDP, David Arquette. <laughs> <laughs> yes. More cages on top of each other. Do it it like looks four. cool as hell. Yeah. yeah. And... What else is on there? Asuka, Nia Jax. There's four matches, there's nothing going on. Asuka, Nia Jax, Elimination Chamber, Elimination Chamber, and. Ray Wyatt versus Matt Hardy. Yes, that's the one. Yeah, I agree. Mm. So, yeah. This is the one time I hope they do wacky stuff. But I'm in here, like Bray Wyatt full on coming to my dirty house. <laughs> He's got all the trademarks now as Matt, so hopefully they just start using them just one yeah. by one, reel them off, and bring them all back. The kangaroo, all sorts. Yeah. If they go all out like like the Kevin Nash half pregnant thing that someone deep so good they use it as the cultaholic video title. Yeah, yeah, the half pregnant thing. Right now Mahadi is half pregnant and I don't mind that in a ha ha you fat way. I mean they're not going all out with it. He needs to be pregnant. Mm. That'd be a great gimmick, wouldn't it? What a pregnant, pregnant man. Pre- Bray White shows up. I think I'm pregnant. <laughs> Gives birth to little baby Matt. What am I talking about? No, no. Look, never mind. That was that was that was that, this week. That took, right. a, that took a hard right, really. Matt quick. was pregnant and Jay uh did Jay? Who the hell's Jay? Bray? Because I'm the eater of wombs. Oh. Dead. Oh, that is a horrible visual. Let's have a rummage in our mail bags. <laughs> it's time to rummage in our Someone said, you know what? I'd love the cultaholic guys if they'd had barbershop chairs and just like, hey, how you doing, pal? <laughs> Can I sit any closer to you? Is it possible? Oh, sorry. We are... Get the new table though, so it will, it will. Oh, fantastic! Oh. It will look different nice. soon. I don't know how soon, but it will look different. We've been reading the criticisms, and yes, the table is going. I've heard, I've heard it might not be a, a picture of Brandon Stroud's head. <laughs> <laughs> we I should have like... one here. To be fair, just take up a bit of time. The I Brandon Howard like, no. Hall of Fame. I've probably mentioned him like four times. We should ever. have like a memorial, something that really memorial David dead. <laughs> 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 What, what, can we do, what, can we do, what can we do on the podcast? It's like a, a thing. We should make a Brandon Stroud create a wrestler in 2K18 and have him the title. <laughs> Good old Brandon Stroud. Anyway, the mailbag. Our second favourite bit of the show between the Hall of Fame and Brandon Stroud <laughs> reference is 
the mailbag. Bag of mails and all the twaddle. Uh, okay. By the way, I am going to be nice as possible with these. Let's see how long that lasts. Question number one. Dear all, enjoying these video podcasts immensely. Thank and you. I, too, with one O, effing uh, love no, which has two couple letters, mercy N64, and got Mafu's dig, dig, diggity, dig, diggity dog reference, Smackdown Mall. Thank you, pal. Why the F are there no characters in wrestling anymore and any long-term angles? That's a good question. Can we just brace ourselves think- here because this bit... Is 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 fantastic. <laughs> well, you're about to read out now. I'm going to read these before I know. I can't this I, is I, great, I, this. Okay, but I legit don't read these. I'm not okay. I think back to the Catless Jack angle with Triple H or the Who Ran Over Stone Cold, etc. Mm-hmm. You don't need eight attitude area to tell a story. All right, eight is spelled A T E, is in I ate something, and error is spelled area, is in a patch of land. It's stories first for me. Oh my god! Come on, just heaven. get it out there. It's stories first Tandem. for me, like neighbours when Carl Kennedy cheated on Susan. <laughs> it gets better from here. Oh, Keep going. I'm How trying. I'm trying. That, that's gonna have time to settle. Ooh, effing lovely storytelling. <laughs> ooh, effing ooh, lovely storytelling. Ooh. You can imagine going ooh. <laughs> anyway, my question. If we're in charge of creative, what would you do with three current WWE stars? Or how would you repackage someone? Or if you were to create a character, what would they be? (laughs) I would be be Jeff Suplex. Jeff Wait, Suplex. Wait, give me that. Jeff you, let me read that, please. Oh, I'm going to die. Okay. Jeff Suplex. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's stories first for me, like neighbours. When Cole Kennedy cheated on Susan. Ooh, effing lovely storytelling. Anyway, my question <laughs> is, if you were in charge of creative, what would you do with three current WWE stars? Or how would you repackage someone? Uh, or if you were to create a character, what would they be? Mine would be Jeff Suplex, <laughs> cheer, Cheers Lads, and Jack. Cheers, lads. I'm Jack. The best letter we've ever had. Shevchenko. I'm not Shevchenko. Unless he's called Jeff Shevchenko. Jeff Suplexchenko. But Jeff Suplex, I laughed. Jeff Suplex. Jeff Suplex. Oh. So let's pick a super oh. story. What was it? Pick a super story. Chris Leva. We're not the way I'm going to say it's going to be as good as our letter. <laughs> Jeff Suplex. Uh, <laughs> how would you repackage one WWE superstar? No explanation for what Jeff Suplex is. It's just the <laughs> name. Only, and you're, you're supposed to imagine it. Jeff Suplex. <laughs> uh, I, I agree with his thoughts, though. Yeah, I think I tried to say that during um, my ill-fated attempt at... Uh, Bacon Bros showed straight to hell. Yeah, that was well and, received. Yeah, people said nice things about it. I'm, I'll never watch it again. Um, but yeah, it, my point is, I agree. There is a complete lack of long-term storytelling in WWE right now. The fact oh, that it is this you. time, it is this time, and WrestleMania is very soon. And we have one, maybe one, two confirmed matches, which one of them is involving Ronda Rousey doing something. So yeah, I get his point. And how would I repackage someone? I would have Bray Wyatt can make himself a new family. You've taken my idea. Oh, really? I would have Matt Hardy <laughs> get a new brother. Mine would be to take Bray Wyatt and put him back like, to the southern weirdo thing instead of this mystical 
projector worker. <laughs> yeah, right. They went all the way in the wrong direction with that. When yeah. he was a, a big bad guy beating up people with his brothers, it was fine. I, I want to see Bray Wyatt going, hey, bro, remember the... Wow, you're doing really good. And be like, what? Who are you again? It's like, it's tagging on with that. Yeah, I, I would do that. Uh, who would you have in his, his, his family? Uh, I mean, you can't look... It would have to be somebody brand new, wouldn't it? You can't just go... Although, he is a cult leader. He's War machine. Yeah, that'd be good. They're both idea. big and hairy. They are. That's, that's all you need. Have them say, y'all. Oh, that's a thing to do, isn't it? Oh. Bobby, it's like Bra- Brain Sap going, we are the brothers, we are the mystic. And they go, oh, shut up, man. And then just get in the ring and beat up. <laughs> yeah, I think I will. Jack, do yeah. you have any contributions to this yeah, just the, five-star letter? Just that, um, just that I think in NXT, there are stories and they're good. So I just want... I don't have a particular person. I just want the main roster to be a bit more like NXT. NXT. Mamma mia! Also, what are Ugandan knuckles of a show? And I mean... And also... Um, also, I think, I, like the, I think the man to do it when he gets called up to the main roster, if they let him be as good as he is, is the Velveteen Dream, Brandon Stroud. No, no, just the, no, just the Velveteen Dream. Just, that's not his nickname. <laughs> Um, we need to do the John Cena if prank phone call, but with Brandon Stroud. If Stroud's Brandon name. Stroud had a nickname, what would it be? <laughs> I don't know. Who's the greatest, greatest? <laughs> Love, Hi, guys. Hi. Thank you for all the great content you all produce. Thank uh, you. I don't make anything. With the Ambrose Asylum and House of Horrors matches, oh, God, where's this going? Happening in recent years, which current WWE slash NXT superstar deserves a signature match, and what would it entail? An example would be Roman Reigns in a in a big dog slash yard match where he and other wrestlers fight over a dog bone on a pole. (laughs) And the first one to bury it on a dirt mound on the entrance rock claims the yard is around. I like that. Theodore Hesse. What a great week for Bale. What a great great name that is as well. I'm sweating. Theodore. It is hot in here, isn't it? It's a big dog match. Uh, mm. That's a good question. <laughs> Especially match. I've, I'm bringing the Plovdiv prison to the table. Plovdiv prison. Rusev in a policeman's uniform. That's oh. like him and Mustafa Ali. <laughs> that work, yeah. He's a former policeman. Is he? Is he? Oh, really? And he would have been. If you watch 255. And, and Greg Holly yeah. as well, former policeman. Yes, he was, he was the Apparently. he was the the long leg of the law. Oh. Ima- imagine, <laughs> imagine you've like imagine being sprayed a, a bit of graffiti or something in the Punjab on a foot race with Great Carly. <laughs> you turn the corner, the policeman's there. It's only the Great Carly. Yeah, they call them they call them Big Botchman over there. Oh, oh, oh sorry. Yeah, I'm not as good as the letters this week. <laughs> um, especially match. Mine would be just jumping in. Yeah, um, please do. Something to do with Velveteen Dream because he had that weird boxing match thing with Pillow fight. No, not Pillow fight. Just he thinks he's a boxer, doesn't he? Sometimes. So he had that yep. boxing match with Cassius Ono. So I think just some sort of thing with Velveteen Dream where it's round based, not in a totally like impact grand championship way where there's judges and that. I just think it would be nice to have some kind of some match with breaks in the middle to allow Velveteen Dream to just show off a lot and be charismatic. But I can't think of something more substantial than that. Sorry. Mm. I'm sure writers better than me on the internet would, including, you know. What would Brandon Stroud's dream match be? <sighs> this show. 
while he thinks of an answer, I'll say Bray Wyatt's uh, double base on a pole. Yeah. Fair. It's actually four or five poles to maintain the bass guitar. You mean the I, large bass guitar? Actually, I had people telling me that on Raw, they were like, wow, it's a double bass. And they were like, actually. I'm like, oh, great. We well, no, they were saying it's a, a large bass guitar. Which was it is, not a double, it's a double bass? Whatever they say. Actually, I'm not going to try and say it because I don't know what it is. I do not play bass I and I don't bass. play one on TV either. So, yes, that. Do you play any instruments? I was a lame answer, but I can't do you play, do you play any instruments? Uh, no, I don't. Uh, do you? Well, I taught myself the guitar, but I'm not an expert by any means. But what have you taught yourself? Well, just how to play the guitar. Okay. Ross is better. Ross is more experienced than me at the guitar. I picked up a guitar 13 years. I haven't picked up a guitar for. But Ross Noble's interesting titbit here. Uh, Ross Noble's dad taught me guitar in first school. Oh. And he used to give us leaflets. Jamie Noble. Do you know Ross Noble? I thought you'd be a fan of Ross Noble, you know? I am, huh? Yeah, his dad he used to give us leaflets and uh, CDs and whatnot, but I never kept them. Wish I did. Oh. I saw him. Funny, I can uh, predict the future. Yes, you wouldn't need this. Uh, yes, I'm doing Young Frankenstein, and he was very, very good. Great! Us three in a triple threat match, <laughs> and every time we got a pull, a pull, a pinfall, we were able to plug somebody that we liked. I can't think who would plug, though. No. You know, we'll figure that bit out later. Um... Number three. Hey guys. Hey. Love Hello. listening to the podcast. You, you guys have been had me rolling with laughter. That's nice. Keep it up. My question is, should the heel and face dynamic be scrapped in wrestling? Oh what? Instead of the obvious bad guy versus good guy, we just have characters with strong motivations. Sincerely, Axion 15X. <laughs> <laughs> that, thank you, whatever dishwasher sent that. Um, <laughs> I think it already has me. There's no heels and face anymore. You're either entertaining or not entertaining. Yeah, is is this the the show in wrestling with Cena, the guy who is supposed to be good that gets booed every week, <laughs> who has strong motivations to make money? Uh, yeah, I think we're already there, aren't we? Yeah. I don't think there are dated concepts at all. I, I like the goodie and the baddie. I wish there was more of them. Not that was a nice cartwheel. I'll cheer ye. But my name is the child killer. I don't care. Will a flip? <laughs> wow. Uh, I, like, I like when heels are proper heels. Yes. But it's just hard to. It's happened throughout wrestling, hasn't it? When Austin got too popular, even though he was horrible, everyone liked him. Because he was so good at the, the, yeah. the Rock as well. So it's just a natural thing that happens, isn't it? People yeah. like Darth Vader and think he's cool. And just because there's yeah. not a live audience in Star I bet if Star Wars had a live audience, everyone there'd be a few lads in the corner yeah. in Death yeah, Star. More than a few. In yeah. Star Destroyer t shirts going, like, we love Vader. Yeah. Wheel and all that. Yeah. Luke's a dickhead. Luke's. <laughs> Luke's Skywalker. Vader. Yeah, whatever. Vader time. Luke's a virgin. Luke is no, such a no, virgin. He screwed his sister. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah Dubek had that problem. We talked about it like sometimes the fans, well, a lot of times the fans, not just in the UK or the, the, in Germany as well, can be like, yeah, we're going to cheer the bad guys. So, all right. So they put the Spirit Squad <laughs> in, in, a, in a company that is very indie, hard style, and all that. And yeah, crowd were like, boo! Like, oh, finally. <laughs> finally, a team that actually going to get booze. Oh, so. yeah, die Deutschen Smarks. Okay. Dango. Um, and the last question What defunct pay per view would you like to see revived by WWE? Cyber Sunday. Oh. Sorry, who was that from? Sorry? I, I'm finished, yeah. Answers other than King of the Ring will be considered invalid and won't be accepted. <laughs> Cheers, Gav. <laughs> All right, Gav. Oh, cheers, Gart, right. <laughs> King, 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 of, King of the Ring, then. If 
Yeah. Mine's a, a great question. Halloween Havoc. That's set. Yeah. 98. I like, I like a bouncy p- pumpkin. I'm sorry, a potato there. A bouncy potato. A bouncy pumpkin. They'll change it, they don't get sued <laughs> by the company they own. Yeah. Uh, I really want to see back. Backlash with the giant sides and the entrance. That was cool. the hooks. Yeah. yeah mine, mine, mine is Cyber Sunday because in, in this day and age, they could do wonders with that. Like, Cyber Sunday was a bit of a niche thing. It, well, it was because they put it on a Tuesday. And also the yeah. awkward time between like uh, Survivor Series and Rumble, when it's like, oh, whatever. If they had a proper Cyber Sunday with proper votes and proper all that, that would, they'd love to do that. I'm surprised they haven't done it already. They love a bit of social media interaction, WWE. They love yeah, but not too much. Well, yeah, yeah. They should they should bring that back. I think it would do really well in mm. 2018. Oh, I lied. There's a last question uh, from. If it's not last again. Having a go at me. If it is, have you made this up? Have I've included a screenshot this week just to prove it's legit. Oh, right, it, fair it may or may not be from Jenna Samuels. <laughs> My nemesis, Jenna, Jenna Samuels. Who do you consider to be the Genetti of the three called the Holic podcast? <laughs> dot, dot, dot. And why is it Jack? Can I just have a look? Oh, wait, wait, wait. I'll finish reading it out first. Also, <laughs> tell Jack to stop biting his nails. It's disgusting. I just do. There's stuff. <laughs> There's stuff you can buy from Boots to stop you doing that. <laughs> Maybe he could pick some up when he's buying his milk teeth toothpaste and no more tea shampoo. Wow. wow. What a great question. Wow. <laughs> I saw the screenshot, but I didn't read it when I was reading it before. Yeah, it's I true. Just, I thought I'd include it. It'd be just prove it's legit. Wow. You've got to reply to her as well. <laughs> you got your email now. If you're not biting your nails before, you will now. <laughs> God. It's disgusting. Jeez. I don't, know, I don't know quite what it says. It's such I, don't a know, I, I don't know what uh, answer to give. Who's the genetic of the podcast? I thought it was. This, I'm not the genetic. This microphone. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Everyone <laughs> loves you. Um, well, that's like I said before. No, even worse. Someone said the term. I think Sean Michael said it on his tour of in, uh, Through the Ropes. Kenny Mack. He went, why is why In called Through the, the Ropes? I know, right? <laughs> I thought, like, how do you get through the, how do you get through the ring? In Through the Ropes. <laughs> It's inside the rope. Suicide dive with Kenny Mack. Uh, said, well, being the genetic of a team, it's hardly an insult when the other guy on the team is Sean Michaels. Mm. I mean, why can't the term be Jim the Anvil Mindheart of the team? Ah, oh, poor Jim. Because, you know, at least Genetti was a good guy, but not as good as Sean Michaels or anything. Mindheart by himself was like. God. And there's that awful Who? silence. Like Jack responding to emails. Oh, I got that. Like <laughs> Jack responding to emails from uh, someone called Jenna Samuels. She's my apparently my nemesis now. I've got one. Me and Brandon Stark so are going to come Pichini's, to your house. Pichini's got Matthew Wright. <laughs> yeah, you've I've got, got, got Jenna, Jenna Samuels. Samuels. Yeah, I've got all the cultaholic fans, and wow. Ross has got loneliness and self. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't believe the astonishing attack. Um, Please don't send us another email next week, Jenna. That would break our hearts. Right. Okay, the big question this week. The recent news that Dewey is scrapping the single-branded pay-per-views, sorry, network specials, and instead of condensing them, a lot less once a month, but duo-branded. Duo-branded? Dual-branded. Yeah, there we go. Uh, Dual-branded network specials. We are the big question this week. Is this a good thing or were the 9,000 network specials last year a positive? Your thoughts? I have a strong opinion. <gasps> Please say it. Because it'll kill me if they do it four or was it five hours every month. 
because it's a pain in the arse to watch them shows as how we do when they're four or five hours long and it sort of defeats the point of making them dual pay-per-views if they are that long because technically they're still a singular pay-per-view's length but within a massive pay-per-view so it's not actually solving anything right some of the single branded ones would be two hours and two and a half hours some of them would be three hours with change anyway so uh, hopefully they'll just put the best of the show on exactly just make them two and a half hours every month everyone loves it apart from the big four I get why the big four have to be that long yeah, yeah, the big. I wish they were only four hours long <laughs> shows. Jack, um, <clears throat> I agree. Yeah, I don't. Really, I listened to that answer and I thought, yeah, I agree. So I've not got anything hard. I'm sorry. Cool. I also hope it will add more direction to SmackDown, which has been like a rudderless ship recently, trying to fill. Mm. I mean, just the, the, get get the show to WrestleMania, please, and then everything will be all right, I guess. With like that one big marquee match, they can. But want someone they can focus on that. They have been shafted SmackDown with the schedule scheduling. Of the pay-per-views, because they've had to wait, how long since the Rumble? Like six weeks or something? Yeah. Six weeks to get back to a pay-per-view. They still could have done it yeah. better. And with then an idea or two, instead of just reca- recapping things that have happened in the past. I agree. And then Fastlane is coming out, and it's like, oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. Oh. Well, that was a good way to end the show, with the, the big question being answered the same way by all three men. Oh, well, maybe next week will be better. Oh, the two lads and Jack, do you mean... Yeah, Brett, Brett, Janetti. Oh, you friggin' Oh, you mean my... You don't know about wrestling, you? Uh, oh, my God. No, it's better than Sean. I always, like... It's like... It's like an argument. Branded That'll be the big question next week. Brett versus Brett Sean. Brett versus Sean. That's There's nothing that'll happen next week. week. There's nothing interesting in our limit, chamber-wise. Well, I've been Mafu, the guy that's on the show, regardless if you want to be there or not. Matthew, uh, you just, can follow just, me on Twitter. Uh, I read the YouTube comments. Stop uh, having a go uh, at the lads and uh, just ignore them. They love me, Jack. You're not paying attention. Jim Samuels. <laughs> Stop <laughs> yeah. biting your nails. Um, you can follow me on Twitter, at Mafu Greg, M-A-F-F. Ha-ha, E-W-G-R-E. Ha-ha, double G. What's that? Jeff Jarrett. All right. The one week will make sense. Anyway, go on. I'm Ross Tweddle. Do at Ross on wrestling. Yeah, it's got all R O double S T W E double D E double L. My name uh-huh. almost fits that, ne- yeah, that yeah. little rhyme, which is sad. Um, Wish it did fit. I Jack the Job uh, double double B. That's it. I Jack the Jobber on Twitter. Thanks for thanks for everyone apart from Jenna Samuel. Special oh, shout. That's not going to help. Special things, shout outs to Brandon Big B S. <laughs> 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 We are going to be in you. Yes, that's right. This is my dad wrote a porno and we are coming to your city. Yes, it only seems fitting we're coming to Amsterdam, a city very close to Rocky's heart. And we're coming on Sunday, the 2nd of September. We'll be reading a chapter you can only hear live. There'll be audience participation. There will. It'll be entertainment and education. (laughs) And of course, there's a drinking game. Of course. For tickets, just go to mydadwroteaporno.com. We'll see you there. The number one selling product of its kind with over 20 years of research and innovation. Botox Cosmetic, out botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. 
Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. 